what is going on guys welcome back to the i'm not lucky i am blessed podcast episode number 12 and today as usual i have four special guests in the building with me okay we had to go all the way to <laughs> we went all the way to nigeria <laughs> to bring my brother rufus to join us on today's episode ab yep rufus or ab you prefer AB? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. I prefer my native name. Okay, okay. So, yeah, his native name is AB, English name Rufus, but he prefers to be called AB. So, uh, with that said, if this is your first time listening to this episode, please feel free to subscribe, like, and share with your friends. That will help us grow and, you know, reach out to my audience. Tenny is on my side, Tina, and the other side. So, guys, um, as usual, today we'll be talking about SARS. I've dedicated... um. All this episode to just you know addressing the issue that is going on in my country and why i'm doing this is because i feel like no one is i feel like enough is not being said like they're still hiding things and you know blaming the masses for what's going on if you go online and you read stuff like if you read anything about this and sas protest most of them are just blaming the masses for you know protesting for their rights and you know not talking about the government so um, today, as usual, we're going to talk some more about the government and then what caused the NSAS protest. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. So, um, without wasting any time, can you guys introduce yourself once again? So, like you said, like you said, I'm Ibi Kelbuna. Oh, I'm Tani. And hi, I'm Augustina. Okay. So, for now, we'll be using two mics so we'll just be passing the microphone around okay <laughs> but by the grace of god we'll get more mics <laughs> okay so last week we were talking about sas how sas started before something happened and then the podcast ended we, we honestly <laughs> but we want to apologize for those of you that were listening last week you know for what happened today we'll continue from where we stopped last week okay so um do we have any idea on what caused or what was the reason why this 2020 NSAS movement started? Because before now, I mean, it started in 2017 when um, after a video went online and that video basically was just uh, SAS officials maltreating someone. I think they even killed. Someone. I mean, there are several videos actually that, that actually, um, started this movement. There were ones where they, they killed a man in his um brought him out of his car, killed him, and then got on his car and drove away. And, you know, several other videos that are online. And that kind of, like, started the NSAS movement. But this 2020 was just a whole different, different, yeah, different level. So I don't know. Does anybody have an idea? So um, just a quick question. Like, yeah. Do they have license to kill, kill, kill? You said they killed, killed a man. And you went viral. Yeah. Like, is it like, like they, they have, have license, license to, to kill people and don't... don't uh, you, don't you don't have to be accountable. That's a very good question. Because in 2017, Buhari signed the um, Anti-Torture Act that said that no no one has the right to kill anybody. Like, mm-hmm. 2017, I, I read it uh, a few days ago, that says whoever that kills, you know, police, human being, even not, not even just killing, torture, mm-hmm. beat someone with a uh, gun head, rape, Extortion. Extortion. Like, actually, it's an act. And I was surprised that this thing is there, but there's no one to enforce it. Mm-hmm. Police are still killed. So they don't even have the right to kill, to answer your question. Yeah. Does anybody want to say anything? Um, so, 
as of this year, I think the one thing that instigated the whole protest was uh, what happened in Delta State. A young man was uh, harassed and then eventually killed. I think so. And then like, um, not just not just that. Before this year began, I think a series of those sort of events had been occurring in different parts of Nigeria. Uh, you just see videos of um, people being shot at, like, like literally, it was just weird, like, people being shot at something that could have caused um, for someone to have gotten a parking ticket. Oh, sorry, we don't have parking tickets in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, like, even if it was jail term or something, something that would have caused someone to just go to the station, they would lose their life for that. Um, just because someone didn't want to bribe a police officer, the person could lose their life. So I I remember I saw a series of videos from like last year, just coming all the way till this year. I really, I remember that there was an incident in Delta State, Nigeria, that just made the whole thing just go out of the roof. But really, it was just a series of, um, and they were just happening like uh, simultaneously. They were just going on like that series of them. Yeah, yeah, just going on. Uh, police brutality, but then the one in Delta they just pulled Sparkle. everything, yeah, out of the roof. Yeah. So, for me, I just like what Tony said. Uh, so, even I feel like twenty twenty is just a catalyst, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. a time bomb that was waiting to explode. Explode, yeah. Time, like so many crazy things happened this year, you know, coronavirus. Uh, you know, a lot of people uh, people died, and even you know, a lot of events have happened that you know people are like, we can't wait for this year to be over. So, uh, uh, one thing about SARS is like uh, they, for me, I think they're operating on a military uh, policing uh, style. You understand? Yeah. So uh, the reason why SARS was established. Uh, I think it's already been existing before, maybe before I was born. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, over time, I think the atrocities of, of the police officers begin like began to like increase. Increase, yeah. Like as a result of uh, being unable to like control the violent crimes in like uh, urban and suburban areas in Nigeria. Instead, like the reason they were established is to like control just crimes because Nigeria like were experiencing just like every other like. Country, seriously populated yeah. country like you know they say Brazil and we face like crimes like like violent crimes a lot so SARS was like established to like manage situations like that but over time mm. I think they were unable to like uh, control the situation and at, and I think the frustration is something that led to them like extorting people and you know and another issue too is the the accountability is not there yeah you know, when you kill somebody and you boldly tell the person to your face, like, I'll kill you, and nothing will There's happen. nothing will happen, like, yeah. Nobody will say anything, like, yeah, yeah. not answerable to anybody. Yeah. You understand? So, that's, I think, something that people are really, like, w- we're worried about. You know, how can you just tell somebody you kill them? You kill them, yeah. And nobody will say anything. Yeah. You understand? You can criminalize somebody for, like, holding a laptop, like, maybe putting on a fancy clothes. Yeah, understand? yeah. You know, some kind of crazy thing. So, I think, yeah. 2020 was just something that I had to like everybody was just waiting to like express their displeasure over all these happenings in Nigeria. We know like there are a lot of crazy things happen, like bad governance. Yeah. You know, uh, we know just things to some people they will never change, but yeah. some of us are still hopeful. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we are still hopeful that you know we have a better tomorrow and stuff. 
Like we have issue of like power, electricity, you know, they come with series of promises. We have issues of uh, extortion by police on the road and stuff. But the issue of SARS was just like a catalyst for people to like express their anger over the whole situation. Yeah. Like everything that is going on in Nigeria. Yeah. So like to a point, we are grateful for SARS because yeah it's it's starting a movement that you know that has long been and sas was like the icing on the cake exactly yeah that just like blew mm-hmm. everything up tina you haven't yeah um yeah you said what i wanted to say is um in nigeria there have been this imputential in the country from every side and even with this whole pandemic and the way the government was even going about it and then with the whole ang- anger of <laughs> not being able to go out there to work yeah. being stuck in your own anger and everything says is not coming to harass you again and you just like double it's too much yeah like it's just it just it's just like we can't take it anymore and the other situations going on in the country like rape and every other things like nothing is safe like you could see how badly the country is being managed yeah and i feel like yeah this year the youth could not like you know what we're fed up yeah let's just speak out yeah. and then they ju- and they spoke out and not just against the police but mainly against the government in the country exactly yeah it's like oh yeah it's like um coronavirus is killing us uh-huh. economy is killing us <laughs> even assass wants to kill us <laughs> that's that sounds like everything is killing it's against us. <laughs> us so you know we might as well we just, just fight. Uh, fight and die for it that's why like honestly people when some people weren't even worried about dying because at the end of the day we'll still die Mm-hmm. <laughs> you 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 you, yeah. you 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 get that like that's how reckless Nigeria is, you know. So, I'm telling you what it is, right? Uh, yeah. And then one other thing that I think we should put into consideration is the fact that at the end of the day, yeah. Nigeria is um, I think 65 percent of its population is like the youths, and so even if the elderly people were never going to get tired of the kind of harassment or the kind of government that we were led under the youth were going to blow up at some point. And I think 2020 was the point where they had to speak up. Because, like, literally, some people some people are now at the point where they're like, you don't even have to get to 30 to die. You know, like, literally, it's it's like death yeah. is no longer an issue. Yeah. If, if you're a strong, in fact, if you're a strong person in Nigeria, it means you've seen so many people die, yeah. or you yourself were close to a, a death experience, or, like, like, literally, all the terrible things are now like normal so i think and you just have to be human to get to a point where you're like you know what i'm done with this kind of lifestyle and while people are leaving the country going through deserts and struggling to escape the country there are some people that just they don't have the energy to escape and they don't have the energy to um try to find out how to make the government with good english or speaking exotic english or going to um, aso rock or and they don't have that that's um, this thing they've heard that you could speak up through a protest, and so they're going through that route. Yeah. And so I think that was what just happened this year. They, there's no stopping it even now because though people have died, yeah. there's still strategies going on on how to like get back on top yeah. and figure out how this thing can really roll and bring us success. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> so another thing I want to add is uh, yeah, like what what she said is really important because uh, Nigeria's population is mostly like youth. Understand. And this is like a digital age. Yep. You know, we have like internet everywhere, and we're being ruled by people who, are, who, who like seem to be like analog age. Mm-hmm. Like I, I try, I like to call them the cola, not cabinet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like old style, like old school kind of 
or mentality. Mentality, yeah. So even imagine this government even trying to shut down the internet. Understand? Yeah. Just people don't really, uh, they don't really have. They think people don't even really have freedom. Understand? Right. Like that kind of thing. So uh, and this is like a generation they f- they can't really uh, play with. Understand? So people are tired of writing articles. Understand? Tired of like posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're tired of hashtag. You know, people are like. I, I was even surprised, like you know, yeah. that Nigerians could come out in that large number. Large number, like, yeah. I'm, uh, mm, kind of like, mm, I'm like, yeah, it's like yeah. revolution, and yeah. I'm, I'm happy at some point that you know something like that happened. Yeah, yeah, I was I was more surprised because of the old odd uh, surrounding protests at this period, you know, yeah. with the old virus thing. Yeah, people are scared of dying. I just like Nigeria is a true definition of there are so many things that could kill a man. So many things that could kill you. Even the roads are so bad, accidents could kill you. Like, 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 you could go to school, cut it will kill you kill for you. no reason. Like, and now you're protesting and they're still killing you. Like, yeah, they, yeah, it's overwhelming yeah, what could kill you in Nigeria. Like, yeah. you can't have. I think they should have that movie. Well, yeah, like, this, honestly, why, why, like, the beautiful thing about this is so many things that happened this year, but this was the year that I, after what happened, I became so proud of Nigeria. Yeah. yeah, right? Like, I have I have so much love for Nigeria right now because, you see, this this has never happened before. We are the kind of country that we endured things. Mm-hmm. You get it, right? Okay. We have endured. See, we have endured. <laughs> like, endured to the point where uh, our human rights have been taken away completely from us. Mm-hmm. Police is killing people. But no one to enforce it. It's not like it's not in the law. It's in the law. Mm-hmm. It's in the law. 20, like 2017, it was written. Like, if you do this, you, you beat someone, you, you rape someone, you, you torture someone, you're supposed to be arrested. Like, sent to prison. Nobody even just get arrested. Sent to prison for yeah. it. But look at our country. It's happening. And instead of them even trying to, okay, let's enforce it, they're even hiding it. You know, claiming it's Photoshop. So, like, this brings to my next question, like, how, you know, what can be done to enforce these laws? Like, do we, like, is there, like, do we have an idea? Because this, this, this law is already there. Sure. Like, every other country. Yeah. Nigeria is like every other country. We have human rights. We have everything. But they are not being enforced. So, like, please, how can we, you know, what level do we, what has to be done? Do, do you know, people have to die, or people, you know, for these laws to be enforced, so we can, you know, enjoy our right. That's the question I want to ask, and I don't know if anybody can answer that, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever answer you have, just drop it. So, uh, if I just want to ask something, yeah. So, like you said, we have laws in Nigeria, like any other country, yeah. But some of the laws are not like uh, taken seriously. One big problem about SARS in Nigeria is, like I said, accountability. Yeah. Somebody can just, you know, why would should you be like turning on your, off your AC if you're driving a nice car, just because you know you're going to be stopped by an angry police officer that has been standing on the sun under the sun for like so many hours. <laughs> yeah, and then so you're driving they will cool. not use their frustration to just waste somebody's life. Understand? Yeah. You have to turn off your AC and you know, just play along and just pray that you. <laughs> You make like, it. Yeah, you make it. You understand? So, uh, I think the police department, there is this uh, low accountability, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the police le- leadership. You understand? And those are some of the things that, okay, people are already people have, uh, have already come up with, like, 
uh, agenda, you know, uh, solutions. Yeah. You know, this is like demands. So I think the biggest problem, which is why the SARS movement itself is like being channeled to like a more a bigger issue, like a bigger revolution of like people protesting about bad government. Bad government. Can yeah. Can you imagine like people like even hampering to like uh, you know loot warehouses uh, where like they've kept like palliatives that were meant for the people. People. Like, for yeah. Years. Yeah. And this government could even do something like that in the sense. So the anger is so much that you know we're starting to like discover how evil and how these leaders are even the threats to our democracy you understand like can you like how can you keep like palliatives are meant for people i've seen the videos like uh, on social media and sometimes i wonder like uh, i don't know I, honestly it's, it's no, heartbreaking you know speaking of that palliative yeah i want you to actually talk some more because people might not even understand what that is so what that video li- like literally so there are entails. so many videos yeah all over nigeria people going to like warehouses to loot like palliatives and like you know all these uh food stores rice you know gary that are for them that were kept they're supposed to be like distributed to the people, people yep. the vulnerable like low income yep wherever people but for some reason they've been hoarded by politicians yep you know some of them claim that they were going to distribute this food like the, during their bed day hey! <laughs> <laughs> our politicians are liars imagine, imagine that kind imagine of thing, kind of thing. they piled up food somewhere else people are hungry yeah so, so like since so, so, one of my friend was saying like this protest is different because it's not like protest by rich people like or some rich kids like you know hungry people people are coming yes. out because you know all the food and everything that they've not seen and uh, you know it's now coming to realize uh, a lot of things acts of this protest and stuff yeah so like i said like people are asking for total reform of nigerian police. nigerian police that's yeah. that's the only thing that can save nigeria like so uh because in the past like uh, i think 2013 or so they came up with uh different uh version of this SARS, SARS movement, yeah, yeah. when like videos were flying around and people were complaining about SARS like extorting people and like you know uh, abusing their positions so but it didn't work out like it's just a, a face saving gesture by the government you know yeah. when you tell them to solve a problem they come up with something you know uh, something which is the same appetite but just a different name under it you know, these people will still come do the same thing and the government will do nothing about it so that's why like the whole thing is like more complicated because when somebody is not ready to make any difference you know uh you know things happen out of control Control, yeah yeah for for me it's not even sas is one thing but the major problem i always i will always keep saying it nigeria is a great country but our government is fucked up (laughs) nigeria is a great country but our government is our government like the the people ruling us i will say this without even sh- like i will say this loud and clear the people ruling us are very evil very self like like on the whole devil they rule us <laughs> if you see the video like um that came out on social media and i, I wouldn't even call that looting mm. you get right possess your possession, possess your possession. this is <laughs> yours like literally they were food they were meant these are food stuff that were supposed to be given to people that don't have Crazy. But instead, to tell you how wicked these people are, they put this food in a warehouse and stored it away for years. People are hungry on the street, dying. They don't even care. 
after this whole thing now it will get spoiled and then they trash it or it will even be in that warehouse forever nobody knows oh um there was this video i saw that literally they're selling those things <laughs> like some people that <laughs> yeah, some people that yeah. have access to those warehouse have actually sold to, those things to, to like retailers yeah. and then retailers are reselling them to the consumer Co- because her, yeah right because no because um one person shared a video of this indo yeah. um indomie um box he had in his house and then he saw like this big tag mm. so it was like oh what's this let me take it off and then he took it <laughs> off and he, he saw covid package covid 19 package don't sell oh. and he already bought it he, he already was already eating it. it they used another old design to close the old the old symbol so you don't know but you're buying it you're buying your own stuff that was supposed to be given to you wow you see you see like you guys see the whole level of wickedness that i'm talking about free things that the people are supposed to eat like so like sometimes i get called from even my family and say like telling me there's no food in the country there's no distance in the country meanwhile all these things like nigeria can feed everybody there nigeria has enough resources to feed everybody during this covid but unfortunately even the smallest thing is never reaching the hands of the people because it's being held back by, by selfish and greedy politicians that just want to. They're not keeping for themselves. They're just keeping for keeping sake. Mm-hmm. If it's even something you're keeping for yourself and you're eating it, we we'll understand. But Indomie, you guys don't eat Indomie. Mm-hmm. Your children, like, you guys are so wealthy that your children don't even need Indomie to eat. Why don't you give this Indomie? Now, nah, people are going to sell. Ah, man. God will punish people, Shah. Let me give the mic to someone before I talk. Which I know supposed to talk. Oh, pay, they pay me. <laughs> they pay me, man. No, they pay me. Ah. So, uh, what I wanted to say was, you, you said how can we implement all these laws that we already have. The thing yeah. is, the leaders that we have, they don't know what democracy is. They don't understand it. They've heard the theory before. And then they're just playing... Um, you know how like you could go for a job interview and then they they ask you do you know the job and you say yes and then you don't you have no clue what the job is but you're hoping to learn as you go Go, yeah so that is what is happening with nigerian leaders they are hoping to learn as they go however they're not hoping to learn however they're not like they're hoping to learn in the sense that they're hoping to learn what to keep them in the seats you do what (laughs) you do what you think will keep you in the seat and it's not really to serve the people that you're called to serve it's really to serve international bodies now in our own country we know that we have so many resources which means we have so much of international eyes to us now if we have leaders that are not concerned about us but then they're concerned about the international um um bodies then we as citizens if we cannot get attention to uh um uh leaders it's best to try and get attention from international people now i know that many people will say that oh this is not a good idea but the truth is if you're not able to build anything from the inside you have to call attention from the outside uh and like we know that based on politics, things will always get mixed up in the way, and people that want their own interest would want their own interest. What that means basically for Nigerians and youths is that yeah. if it is that bad, if you want it that bad, it doesn't matter who is standing on your way. 
what leaders are standing on your way. If we call on all the so-called, we, they, they, we claim, or the world claims that there is a cosmopolitan view. And so we have the World Health Organization, we have the UN, we have the International Criminal Court. If all these organizations that are claiming that they have the best interests of humanity at heart yeah. would not respond to Nigeria right now, then it means the entire universe, not just Nigeria, is mm. at fault. Exactly. Or the entire universe is bad. It's we bad, have a yeah. whole a whole system that needs to needs work. And then that would mean that we cannot help ourselves. It would mean that we have to go to God. Again, I am saying that as Nigerians, you need to call international bodies. But while we're looking at these international bodies, we also need to look at God himself. Because yeah. like at the end of the day, every single person is human. And then we're all looking for ways to like get our own interests. Like last time I said, we are all greedy. Yeah. So even if we try to get all these international bodies into this whole scenario, they also want what they want. Mm. What can we get from this whole situation? Mm -hmm. And many times they're not going to look for our own interest. Yeah. At the end of the day, it means Nigerians are stuck to Nigerians. And if we are stuck with ourselves claiming that, oh, just because international people will not help us, and have our interests at heart, then we wouldn't need them. No, we need them. We need to pursue whoever that we need to pursue, whoever you can write any letter to. The ICC is still there. I know that by going to the ICC now, claiming to um, um, persecute our president or other leaders by persecuting them in the ICC, there are so many ramifications from that. Like we're going to have some backlash into our own government and all of that. But at the end of the day, the truth is all these leaders that we have, they don't know the job. They don't know what democracy is. They are trying to learn on the job only to prove a point. But while they are doing that, lives are being lost. So we cannot help ourselves by going to uh, a Nigerian court or a Nigerian what or in all of the, the system is already crashed. It is done. Mm -hmm. There's no system in Nigeria to work with. Mm. We only have international bodies to work with. Yeah. If the UN has promised us that, the, so the. Um, so there's a 2030, um, um, so it's called the uh, SDGs. I'm trying to remember what the full name is. But then there's, it's, they, in that goal, there are about 17 goals. And one of the goals is really for unity. In that goal, as a youth, millennium what? Development goal. Huh? You mean millennium, the millennium goal. So it's sustainable development oh. goal. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> so, like, it's it's up until 2030. Every single person, wherever you are, you are supposed to do something that will pursue those goals. And as a young person, it's just to go through that list, what you're suffering. The, the last um, protest thing that we went for, a guy said something, if you want Nigeria to change, you have to do the dream, the dream that you have for Nigeria, do what you have. And the UN has already given us a, a, a list of things. And all of the countries, according to them, all of the countries that are ratified in the law or whatever, they all signed this deal. So Nigeria is part of the UN, which means they also signed that we are all pursuing these 17 goals. Mm. If you're a young person, go to the UN website. Go and look for those 17 goals. Find what you can pursue concerning Nigeria and pursue it. Look for international bodies that you could work with. Whatever you can influence, whatever you can serve, whatever you can do, do that. But you see anything with Nigerian economy or nigerian forces or whatever those people don't have any plan to help anybody in nigeria and as far as they're still in seats we're not going to get any form of help that we need but if we're able to come out of the country not like physically leave the country if we're able to come out with our ideas if we're able to try to get attention from 
wherever we can get attention from write the articles that we need to write letters yeah. that we need to write yeah. and write all of those things and get the attentions that we need knowing fully well that these people too will not have our best they will not they will probably not have our best interest at heart yeah, yeah. but the truth is they will also do something for their own best interest mm-hmm. so let us work in that area and find a way to like move nigeria forward and that's all i have to say well um what i have to say regarding the question you asked yeah um, I would say nice conversation, nice, nice point, nice point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I would say in Nigeria, mm. unlike unlike this country, I feel like you know your rights in every level. Like it's been written on a paper, like with your job, with everything. You even the police recite it to you. Your job tells you, like, even everything you do, you know you're right. Yep. So that's one thing in Nigeria, transparency. So most times the government made make these rules and regulations in Nigeria. Like, there's so many rules that even the citizens are not aware of. And so another thing I feel like we should start in Nigeria is make these things public. More like put a, a, put a B-board you, yeah, yeah, about yeah, your yeah, rights. Yeah, for real. Put it. Make jobs start educating their, their their employees. Like these are your rights. Even we, we could be afford to you. You could sue us. These mm-hmm. these are your rights. Mm. Even though, let's forget about all the manipulation that will go around if they try to try eventually to, yeah, do that. But yeah. let's just say, like, put those things out there. Let we know our rights. A lot of people that went for the protest, they don't really know their full potential. They don't really know all their rights. Mm. But they just know they don't want to die. They don't want to die. And they yeah. want to speak out. Yeah. So eventually, it's more like if you make this thing. A, a public like if you make it like being taught well in school your job places the police recite it for you even if the police don't recite put it in a very place where everybody can see it i bet you nigerians if the police cannot stand for you another nigerian will stand with you mm. and then we will fight this thing so it's more like it's more like nah, the forces have failed us the government has failed us but we are we still have ourselves True. but then how do we have ourselves we need to be educated we need to know what we have what, what we're standing for yeah. at, the ve- at, the, at the very last cause know that what you're doing is right mm-hmm. not like these people lording over us like for so long and then we don't even know like what well, if we if we like we don't even know like oh if we do this is it right or is it wrong like all this kind of thing so i think that we need to make this all law and constitution or whatever they call it in nigeria public, public again, again yeah. make it public like even mm. me i would say i did my Secondary school in Nigeria, I don't feel like I was taught enough, enough the constitution to, of yeah, Nigeria. Yeah. Like the way they teach it here in America. Yeah. I don't think I was taught enough. So I feel like, yes, they should teach these people. And yes, the children are growing again and they are the leaders of tomorrow. Teach them. Because they are still going to become like we who, who, who don't have all the all the all the answers, mm-hmm. all the all the resources that we're all we even know what we should know as a citizens of those of, of the country. So yeah, I feel like we start from knowing where we stand, what 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 our rights, our rights are in the country, yeah. right? Yeah. If we know those things then and then from there we can pick ourselves. And another thing again is you talk about um executing the Executing um, the, the laws, yeah, the, laws, the yeah. laws in the country. Yeah, it's true because what Tenny said, these people, 
they are not democratic. Mm. Even though they, they, may, they pretend it, like, I don't know, but they are not in every sense, shape, way, everything. Not even mentality. Because they were all militaries before. Like, all yeah. of them, they were all from the military. And all of them, they've served one way or another. They've led coup. They've joined coup. They've done those things before. And then coming back to come and reform themselves. Who are they deceiving? <laughs> at, 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 at 80, they'll come and reform themselves. <laughs> Like reform from from all military regimes come and reform to well, democratic. Well, like, well, I know, like, I know. <laughs> yeah, you know what they deserve. Like, like it, it's normal because yeah. they could, they could. Like, there were pictures of how ah, they would go and as I said, they're fishing, fishing with local uh, men yeah. just so you can vote there, feeding kids, yeah. sleeping yeah. on, on mats, all those things. <laughs> Those things are just for the for the moment. Yep. They enter the position. Even right now, they are not learning nothing. They hire the they people to learning, actually yeah. make their face look good. Look they good are still ruling as a military people. <laughs> they are learning nothing. They don't even plan to learn. They don't plan to change anything. Ah, and oh. another thing about the Northerners is that they are conservative. Yeah. More like they don't. Yeah. Mm. They are very they constrained. Change. They cannot they change. Cannot they believe change. in their culture, Come their norms, and everything. Allah have yeah, taught they, them. Mm. That's what they believe. So they died here. They so died there's yeah. no, there's no way. <laughs> there's so even no when you see the things going on in the Western world, mm. right now, they could see them, but they will not accept they them. They accept them at all. They will not accept ah, them. That's a bloody stubborn. Exactly. Them. They will not accept them. So that's why you see all these social media and all this thing. And another thing again, why they stop the protest. I think there was a thing that if Nigerians had been allowed to protest for like how many days, UN was supposed to come and uh, one international body was supposed to come into Nigeria. Mm. So that was why they disrupted the they whole protest. The whole pro- hey. They disrupted the whole protest because they didn't want any international Somebody body to come, to come and involved. And that was why they were manipulating oh. every other thing. So I don't think these people, they don't, they know, don't what know what they are they're doing. doing. They, uh, they definitely know what they are doing. So the best way right now to go mm. is we should not forget this year. We should not forget the people that died. Like mm. me personally, I will not forget those people that died. Yeah. And I'm holding all of them in seat accountable for what they did to yeah. those people. Yeah. They were peaceful. You killed them. Ah. You killed them. So ah. you those bloods are in your head. And, like and, something people who Yeah. And then <laughs> I just like right yeah. now we should not be relaxed. Not right now is a time for us to start our own political party now is the time for us to get our pvc now is the time to root out all the bad people in the in the what are they calling their voters this thing political parties no where they vote INEC. now is the time because i heard um Buari reappointed one of the previous INEC chairman again to come back to position and then and of yeah. course you know and i and Honestly speaking, if it feels like Buari has planned to rule more. <laughs> if, if, he cannot, if he cannot rule it, we like, put somebody, somebody that will be like, a figurehead yeah, yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's his plan. So now, right now, we, we, we may have lived the streets and not riots or protests as, as we want. Yeah. But then we need to be working on the inside. That's what we're doing right, right. now. Honestly, that's and and it starts from we forming our own political, getting our Disney to vote. Mm-hmm. Let's forget about the manipulations that they will do and go and make cows vote in the Northerners and act like it's human beings that are voting. Because yeah. those numbers are outrageous. Have you seen Northerners mm-hmm. vote before? I know. Outrageous, even more than the other half of the country. <laughs> You'll be wondering like, where are those numbers no, no, coming yeah, from? Numbers like, coming from yeah. yeah, it's it's a joke. But yeah, I feel like if we start asking questions, if we start being accountable, because right now, even though it may look 
like we didn't get anything from this protest. We have we, we have woken up. Like yeah. we we are awake now, and we have shown the government that we are still alive. We're not the lazy you to use. You called us. Mm -hmm. We have potential. If you don't sit your ass down, we will check you out. Yeah, that that kind of thing. So we have made that remark. Even though they may look like they are not shaking, they don't even care. What we did was nothing to them. They already they will not forget this this year. This year yeah. They will not forget what happened. Yeah, they will not. So we have to start re-strategizing again. We have to start. And now is not too far. Mm -mm. We have to start now. And then start calling out all the bad leaders. They call them out if you know them. If it's your boss, if it's school, if call it's everything. Them out. Forget the father. See, forget, father. For, do you know what? They, yeah, if it's your yeah, father. Yeah, call forget them the out. Uh, first of all, the, con the country will not persecute them or anything. But just but call, call them, them out yeah. and leave them on social media because we will invite them yeah. in the future. Because yeah. a lot of those people there, after their bad deed, they will not come to come away for president. We don't know their former history yeah. of what they have done. Yeah. So call them out, put them there, and then when they want to rule again, we will come back, we surface again, yeah. and they will know who you really are. So mm -hmm. time, it will cut up with that. Yeah. See, um, before I get turn the microphone, um, just to add to what Tina said, she, she said something about our rights how um did you know that in every constitution they actually write they write who is supposed to that they should notify the people about this right they should teach this right like they should inform the public about this right mm. but it's funny that every, every well, like right that they signed there immediately they sign it they just quietly it's just hidden, keep it there treasure. and like the hidden treasure <laughs> if you don't go and look for it you won't find I it like i was literally shocked to see some things oh like yesterday i was going through some things eh I was like, are you serious? We have all this right. Like, it, it was so painful that my co-worker was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, my country, what is happening right now? Eh? I'm seeing everything on the right like that. We, we are citizens in Nigeria. We have this right. We have all this right. We, like, we're enabled to every single right that anybody in America is having. So, like, honest, be, like, before we all, there should be an episode where we just come and read right for people. Yeah, I think that's, that's for real. Like people need to know their right, I think and we should look for a way to bring it out. Bring it out, bring it out on social media. That let it be a thing. It's it's like an anti when you wake up in the morning, your affirmations are your right. You speak your right as a Nigerian. I deserve to live. I deserve to protest. I deserve to good. I have right to good education, mm. good school, good life, good everything. Because once people start knowing that they have right to this, uh, mm -hmm. the government, but what you don't know, you don't know. And, and, yeah, you right. can, and, yeah. and when you get it, it's a privilege to you. Right. You are happy I mean, for it. You don't even know your rights. It's a privilege to the government. government. Right. You understand something, right? Let me pass before oh. you forget. Oh, yeah. So um, I wanted to say that what I, wasn't, I wanted to come from where Tina was coming from. Yeah. Like, we should just go into a silent protest. Like, you might not be on the streets doing and calling people and all of that, mm. but just go into your room. See, um, I don't know how other people are feeling, but me, the kind of anger that is in me is that mm. kind of anger that you want to do what you can do to make sure that you're no longer where you are today. And this is not just to say that um, uh, you want to make money or anything. Mm -mm. This is not to say that you need to make sure. So there's this book that I have. I've not read so much into the book, but then one thing that I've learned into, in that book is that if you're not giving a table on the seat, and that's the one thing that Nigerian presidents and leaders and officials or senators, they're not trying to give us any table on the seat. Yeah. If you're not giving a table on the seat, or if you're not giving a seat to the table, bring your own table, bring your own seat. And that is the thing that youths, Nigerian youths must do now. Mm -hmm. 
this is the start of it. We need to create our table and our seats. And we need to make sure that that table is big enough for 65% of Nigeria. Nigeria. Big enough for 65% of Nigeria, as well as those Jaradam that want to come around, those old people that want to say they are used to, I carry them on top of that, that same, same table. table. Yep. But the thing is, we're not going to say, oh, we've protested mm-hmm. and we're shouting and mm-hmm. chanting and saying, okay, mm-hmm. this is it. We need Nigeria. We need Nigeria. Just by doing that, that's not going to work. Yeah. Every single person, wherever you are, wherever you are, Tina said something about going to know the Lord. Wherever you are, it doesn't matter if you're in Nigeria, out of Nigeria, wherever you are, mm. find out what you can do right now to make sure that you're not that same person that you were on the 20th of October, 2020. Make sure that you're, you're a bigger person, a better person, a person that even you yourself did not know that you're going to, that you were going to evolve into. Make sure that you become better because the truth is before 2023, 22 election day 2023 that is a date that all of these leaders will reckon with and make sure that you're able to be someone that has worked up to that moment like i don't know how people are thinking of 2023 as the year that nigeria really drops all this nonsense all these leaders me i have made it in my own heart that these leaders will not go past this they will not uh -uh. (laughs) you know you cannot i don't care who you are or how big you are or whatever year you are you cannot take people's lives in a very dishonorable way and then expect that you're going to make it through to the next election period and vote and do whatever and live your life. Ah, <laughs> I don't know how people are thinking about this whole thing. I just feel like as a young person, wherever you are yeah. and whoever you are, we have to start a silent protest. Let them do what they want to do. Right now, we should focus on who we want to be. Become somebody that will evolve into a person. Um, if they want to call it a monster, now they call us looters, hoodlums, hoodlums. all kinds of things. Make sure you're the baddest hoodlum in 2023 election. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, yeah, like what we have all said, you know. So, like what Tony said, like, you know, uh, people coming out. If you don't know your rights, you know, it's even like uh, an opportunity for the leaders or like, you know, your oppressor to... You know, he's happy that this person doesn't know their rights, so they can tell you what to do, what mm. not to do, yeah. continue oppressing you, you understand? But it will never last as long as you know your rights. Mm. Okay, another major thing I want to add is, okay, like generally, like what I said to like educating the people, okay, uh, so like the kind of political climate Nigeria is right now, uh, I think people don't really understand what politics is supposed to produce, you understand? You're supposed to, like, be accountable to your people. Mm. Okay, like, Nigerians don't hold their leaders accountable. accountable yeah. You understand? So, uh, we need to educate the people to, like, make sure the people we are sending out to represent us, like, they are accountable to us and stuff like that. And also, uh, we've, we, we've come to realize that uh, the biggest threat, like I said, is the leaders. These uh, Kolanot generation people, you know, these same uh, Kai Kai, you know, kind of people, you know, taking too much drugs. Now, some of them are drug dealers, understand? Like, imagine Tinubu coming out to say... I'm the Jagaban. I'm, I'm yeah, Jagaban like, of you know, Lugos. Like, I was like, you... Yeah, you can't get out of here. You can tell. You, you, you can tell the man is high on cocaine or some drugs. Now, when somebody's coming out to say, oh, uh, you have bullion vans of uh, cash you, that you can give out to people during election to, like, buy votes and stuff, and you're coming out to Nigeria that you are the leader of democracy. Imagine those kind of leaders we have. Mm. So if these people we call uh, families, you know, some of them have the education that, oh, uh, this is not what democracy is, you know. This is undemocratic. This is unjust. It's totally anachronistic, you understand? So when Nigerians voted Buhari, the idea was like uh, it, it lied to them. Like, we're going to make the economy better. 
we're going to you know make everything you know uh we're going to fight corruption but looking from the way things are going we all understand things are worse and Buhari is the biggest threat because he's uh his quietness at the moment you know you if you, you can tell how long it took him to even come out to, to give, face the public that 12 minutes uh nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. that he spewed you understand without even giving some uh, saying anything about remorseful. the massacre it's not even yeah. remorseful not remorseful uh, in fact like when uh San Wolu, the the confused governor of Lagos still was trying to present <laughs> the demands of the people to him the guy was laughing there is this wicked laugh that he laughs like he, he was laughing you understand so uh imagine that just kind of leaders that you have that are like adamant you know they're still doing these crude or uh, old school military you know we're going to criminalize protest you know we're going to send talks to confuse you guys and make it look like you guys are the ones you know causing destruction destruction you know, yeah those talks are state-sponsored talks you understand like uh you, know, you could tell like uh from the videos we've all been seeing like talks coming out from government suvs suvs like uh, government uh, picking them up yeah like government telling them who to where to go attack people and so government is trying to criminalize protests and trying to cause fear among the people but so but if the people are like smart enough even these so-called talks that they're using if they have the education that oh at some point they'll start attacking them you understand and that's where the revolution starts because when an angry man starts his own revolution it won't be like somebody you know sitting somewhere uh-huh. so they'll just they'll start attacking people and also another major thing is without electoral reform uh we'll keep electing and recycling these knuckleheads that we have in power you understand like imagine somebody like Atsuko coming back coming back so yeah. we don't have youth you understand so like what is that these people need to be speaking up you know you don't have to wait till Mm-mm. 2023 election day then you start coming out to give motivational speech <laughs> start to grassroots make make a you know a campaign like start mobilizing and strategize up till the election time don't come out like filming few weeks to election be giving motivation and speak you don't have anything these people have like these people are wicked they've started they've been there Long forever, th- forever. So you don't yeah, think yeah, you can yeah. create a structure within just one day and think oh nigerians are supporting i'll be speaking exotic grammar the nigerians don't even listen to grammar understand so we need an electorate reform and we also need to pressure because our voice needs to be heard you understand if police there is uh that is guarding you is he understands what's up and okay he's even protesting like what happened in america at some point like some police were protesting so they we have to pressure them to make electorate from where we can't be spending billions of naira on nigeria and we are still writing results on paper that's why we keep recycling these people understand yeah so we need to like digitalize some things like electronic voting and stuff it's only nigeria that you spend billions of naira and you know people are like busy stealing money and these people will, they will keep electing these same set, sets of leaders, but if we can pressure them, mm. like what NSAS is doing and all this kind of stuff, we can pressure them to like uh, make electorate from where we can change our voting system, mm-hmm. where it will be kind of, I mean, you can't have a perfect system, but at least the margin of Close error. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at least we'll have like uh, a reasonable kind of voting system where people will not be like even worried to go and vote. You know? Some people are scared to vote because even this government talks sometimes it is so at the end of the day we end up voting in this same set of you know agbada wearing leaders understand exactly like for instance uh tunubu in lagos state the guy just hijacked the whole state like nothing is happening in lagos state that you know that would not go under tunubu, tunubu yeah. same way this desma elliot guy that used desma in, that used social media desma idiot. you know yeah at, at some point social media helped him to gain or uh, wherever he is right now, but because he has to please his godfather, Tunubu, yes, you know, the, these people, so you can kind of imagine the kind of youths we have in Nigeria, where it's not only the old people, but because of the 
the system you have to go through to get that position you have to like you have to be bootlicker you know you have to be serving just people and like you know something like that so what he's doing is not to the people but to please his uh godfather his godfather to yeah. the people. so that is the problem so electoral reform and educating the people on what we feel like politics is supposed to produce our old people people in the market not just collect 100 naira or 1000 naira to disenfranchise yeah, yeah yeah yes somebody to disenfranchise you yeah. like just 1000 naira like that it's, yeah. it's, it's what more than that so um i just want to um what's that oh before you say that please let me just say something so based on what tenny said and you said i just want to add something so tenny said um this is the right time for everybody to start you know asking and honestly speaking this is the reason why i i started this episode on my podcast because i feel like there is no way i can speak up than on this platform 2023 election my goal is to go to nigeria and vote like before 20 no with this my goal with this platform here before 2023 election is i want this to be heavy that it's affecting the government mm-hmm. and we here we can yeah. we can do it we're untouchable sure you get right if we're waiting for people in nigeria to do it they can't because literally if they do it they get killed exactly it's it, it's that easy so like if you're a nigerian and you're listening to this episode like you're listening to this episode and um you are here and and you just feel like it's not affecting you and you are good and let me tell you man it will affect you someday it will affect you and it's not just about talking like it's about taking actions i like like i was at a point where it's like i'm not doing this for money you get right but i am doing it because people should hear what is going on in my country my my, my beloved country i have a friend that when I told him what's happening in Nigeria, he couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And people don't know what's happening in Nigeria. We only we Nigerians know. Yeah. And it's high time for us to speak up. See, speak up, condemn, condemn all the nonsense thing the government of Nigeria is doing. Even if it means, oh, you speak too much and then like, okay, Trump is like, okay, come and leave your country and go back to your country <laughs> and face. See, it has to happen because for real, like, you do it easy man like honestly this is a new generation this is about new generation 2020 election is coming and i believe it's going to be a great election but it, it has to start from here imagine like this is 2023 years from now if we keep hitting this if yeah. we keep hitting this same spot this same spot this same spot in three years something will definitely break yeah something will definitely come out of it so you know if you listen to this podcast or you know you're a nigerian out there and Please, in any shape or form, your career, anything you want to use to speak up for the injustice and, and bad government in Nigeria, please, fucking do. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just as you were talking, an idea came to my head. You yeah, know, when okay. you said going to Nigeria and voting, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe you, can, you guys they should invite, like, some of these international body medias yeah. to go to some voting grounds with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, to in make 2023. It, yeah, in 2023, yeah. to make it more transparent in, mm. in the dealings. Yes. There should be, like, a live, like, a video, video live. Video live, I'm telling you. Right, there I'm should be, like, there you. should be, like, it. And there should be international bodies. International there. bodies, Because yeah. then, I feel like our government, since they don't care about they care about international yeah. bodies, they don't want to kill them and, and cause <laughs> casala. Yeah, yeah. So, at least, when they are there, they, they respect, do, they respect themselves. They respect themselves, yeah. Let's just so that was the idea but back to what i was going to say (laughs) (laughs) but 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 that idea is a great idea yeah and people that are listening please um please uh, tina said something about um un or international bodies if it means you 
and if it means you going to join UN right now, please do it because we will need you when that time comes. For real, for real, for real, for real. It's three years from now. If it means you joining, if it means you joining the military, if it means you joining something that three years from now you know that you could actually because we need people that will go with us to that place. We don't just you know. So yeah. sorry to cut you short, but yeah, that's the word, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah. Like um, what he was saying. So most times, uh, I I read something on social media. The guy said, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but they said um, that the government they're so they're so bold with what they are doing right now. <laughs> like they're so bold posting whatever they're posting. You know why? Yeah, yeah. Because of people who vote for them are not using social media. Mm. Like those, they are those moms and dad yeah, in their homes yeah, with yeah. their and all those things them. And they buy the votes. Yeah. So, in case we're educated, we need to educate these ones too because mm-hmm. they are the ones selling their votes. Yeah. And um, most times, those people they've lived their years, not like they've lived, lived, but they felt like they've given up because soon they will die. So they don't. But when we educate these people about we, the the youth, the, the our future, like our suffering, yeah. we want a better life. Like it's your mother, is your dad, is your mother, is your dad. Who, you can talk to them and they'll feel for you because they, 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 they want better for you. Yeah. And therefore, they want better for Nigeria. So, educate them. Speak to them. You can start now just by talking to them and everything. Ask them if they're happy being sold like one, one bag of Gary for all four years of their death life, life or their children's life. Just make a very good scenario to just like try and convince them and try to make them see Things and make sure you're you're talking to them about you, not just about the country as country, well, all yeah, the politics. Yeah. Because mm. they care about you, but you not so much about the country, country because they are already dying yeah, anyways. Yeah. So they care about their children. They want the best for That's them. That's true. So yeah, educate them concerning you and how you want to be better in that country. And also another thing I wanted to talk about was that you made me work. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I wanted to say something. So. Yes, we in Nigeria, well, we're pretty diverse, right? Different distinct. Yeah. We want the best for each of our con- uh, our local governments or our where we're coming from constituencies. Yeah, we want um the best for ourselves. But then at the same time, there could be tension. That's another way government used to come. Like it comes as a strategy for them. They try to cause like confusion, division, yeah. right? Division and confusion. So another thing is. The youth bodies that we're trying to form now, it, it shouldn't be something that's not solid on the ground. It should be solid. And when it means solid, it's more like if it means writing things down, if it means putting a lawyer there, if it's me, everybody talking what they want out of it. Because mm. at the end of the day, we want a good Nigeria, but we too want better for our own people. people yeah. And we want better for Nigeria as a whole. So it's more like you coming out, the Northerners, the... Okay, funny fact was that when Nigeria got their independence, right? Yeah. It was more of the Easterners and the Westerners that were pushing for it, right? And the Northerners didn't want it because they were already ruling. Ruling, The Britain was already... But then they had to join forces because of the Westerners and Easterners sold their own rights. They were like, okay, if you join us, you will rule. Like, you you still be able to rule. Like, percentage, more, that's why you see a lot of uh, Northerners still ruling. Yeah. Because of they sold that thing and said, like, okay, you will just join us and get our independence. Yeah. They wanted it so bad, but the Northerners were Nigeria. So that thing, 
yeah the northerners now have so much privileges to rule the country and they feel like they have nothing but they are the one controlling everything that kind of thing so another thing is that's why i feel like we the youth we should clash we should keep that tension between tribes and easterners westerners and others and the only way we kill it is not by avoiding it but talking about talking it. about it let's yeah, talk about true. it let's talk like but even the northerners let's talk about the northerners let let's let let let's invite the northerners and say okay what is it like why don't you support us okay, yeah. why are you always against us because even now with this old sass they were protesting anti um sars and they were fighting <laughs> against us and and i get that yeah, point. They, they may be going through the other uh headsmen and other things but sars they not treat them like that they will kiss us 247 they don't even look at their yeah. face that islam they will burn down their police station so i guess they are not having those problems, problems that's yeah, why yeah. But they're having other problems but then that's the thing we want to be united we want everybody to come along mm. so now we have to discuss about what's causing tension between us that's like true. why are we why are we why are we always fighting why are we not reasoning together for a better nigeria, nigeria. are you guys happy that you guys are, do, do not have good mm. education you guys are just wearing cow all your life and then enter military and try to come to come politics to, yeah, yeah. like you getting married to so many you, you people dying farming doing that's all you do mm. and all that that other people cannot even come to your own side and not as because you guys will kill them or you guys are something so we need to discuss these issues put them on the table talk to them and then another thing again about the youth body is that we need to build a strong um constitution i don't want to use constitution though but mm. more like a strong law guiding us as a body like check and balance check and balance has yeah. to go on with the youth because we can get easily misled because or, or sometimes we may be doing this for a good cause where a bad egg might be there and if we don't fish out that bad egg because of the shake and balances it yeah. might end up eating half of the whole thing away and making it look bad again and another thing we should watch out for as we you know not doing this protest the nigerian nigerians they never really had bu- a budget but they were feeding daily they were eating <laughs> yeah, large. yeah yeah so that's what we should do don't take money from any politicians yeah because of their agenda is to use us to so that they can be godfather over, over us, us and lord yeah. over us for us to be figure head again yeah so now we should cut off those things transparency where the incomes are coming, coming from. from if any politicians they me i already said it, if i ever get a foundation in nigeria or do anything in nigeria, i don't want any money from politicians and if you are giving me money i will write it plain black i say you're giving me money it's not for me to help you with anything tomorrow if you agree i'll take your money if you don't agree carry your money and in the future if you use me to protest i'll carry all your money and give you take your money don't call my name again in your protest that kind of thing transparency there should be there should be a line don't cross the line it's more like that so we should not receive money for politicians because we know they they are always strategizing trying to use us in the future again try to come over our mm, back again mm. and that will be loyal to them again that's why you see people the young people in politics today they are still lording over them so they cannot really say much like this mud Elliot and the others yeah I cannot really say much because favors yeah and and we're seeing right now is that if those people are not your godfather you cannot even get position in the country, in the country right country, now yeah. so a lot of people is through the pressure through the oh difficulty they will not be like okay this guy wants to use me to do it boy but let me just go now from there oh it will make me a senate and then yeah, from there yeah, when you yeah, get there yeah. you cannot do anything but to obey because it will kill you straight up or it will even re- remove you another thing we don't even our senate our ass of rep everything we have to set those people go 
Imagine a, a, a president has been acting there. Well, a president has been go, has been acting the way he's acting. No impeachment. Nobody's even talking Nobody about impeachment. Nobody's even talking about impeachment. They're even talking about yeah. the money they want to receive. Yeah, yeah, they are not yeah. even checking the government to see yeah. why are you borrowing money from 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 China. from China and why China is in this country as if their own part of part the country. Of the country yeah. Like they now have privileges. More that I see China people or Indonesia or wherever they were now slavery in Nigeria in Nigeria again. Like is that even right? Me, they will come. And then they will make Nigerians go and pick gold for them. And then they will pay Nigeria. Some of them even lock up Nigeria in their own way as to make Nigerians work during this whole time. And yet, no transparency in those cases. So, it's just, it's just a level of everything is going on. So, we need to check these people out. The Senate, so we're not just coming like we're looking for a governor, a president. We're looking for Senate too. We're looking for educational aid. We're looking for everything. We have to read the system. Like, get these bad eggs away. And come and rule and stay and build mm-hmm. more like that. Let me just let me just add something real quick to that. Yeah. Uh, it reminds it reminds me of like uh, when you look at like the civil rights movement in America. Then you notice like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, they were fighting for the same thing because they were fighting the same enemy. Mm. Like there was this coalition. Right. It wasn't like a coalition, but a coalition. Right. Because you guys, these guys are not attacking you. Like here, they're not attacking you because you are Muslim or mm. because you are Christian, because right. you are uh, Spanish. They're attacking right. you because you are black or whatever, right? right? So these people came together because uh, they understand their enemy. You understand? Right. So yeah. Nigerians can't afford to be thinking like, oh, because you are. Niger Delta because these politicians don't look at that like no. they mess up the old place they don't look at you like you're a Muslim or you're a Ijo or you're yeah, Hausa yeah. so we have to come together with the mindset that we're fighting a common enemy mm-hmm. that's the only way we can shun uh, in, uh, individualism and like some ethnic uh, coalition and stuff like that and um, so before telling you anything look at the end of this episode okay all four of us here Mm, I want us to be able to decide how we can affect 2023 election. Okay. Because there has to be a president. A president has to come out from us. <laughs> you get because if we don't have a president, mm, who do we elect? You get right? We have three years to go. You get right? This is the time for us to say, okay, I want to affect Nigeria in this way and go and work on yourself. Because when we get to 2023, we need to have all these people in place. Right. Because right now we're saying it, but it's just like, oh, we want, like you said, oh, you said a lot of beautiful things there. You get, right? But who do we use? You get. And I know, and I know as Rufus, I know Rufus, I know Tenny, I know you. You, are, We are all, why I brought all of us here together is we are all people that are passionate about Nigeria. Mm-hmm. We want to affect Nigeria. And my own thing is, as we live here, whatever way we think we can affect Nigeria, let us start working on it. Because come 2023 election, if we are ready, we'll take it. But if we are not ready, we'll pick anybody that is there. Tony, I'm sorry for all this, but I just wanted to say that you can say, I'm... Say something. Well, yeah, I guess um, that's true. Everybody should really know what they want to do. Oh, yeah, and then, like I said earlier, go to the UN. Um, that's easy. It's the easiest way out, except you already know what you want to do for Nigeria. But then go to the UN website. You see the 17 SDGs. Figure out one thing that 
Nigeria is suffering from and then use that thing work it if you don't know exactly what you want to do figure out one one that you like that you want to pursue pursue that for Nigeria and make sure that that sticks in Nigeria and like Lucky said we do need to find someone out of our group because if we're do if we're working on ourselves we'll definitely find a president worthy person Absolutely. or a snake worthy person because by 2023 all these people that we're seeing today they will no longer be there hmm. and we need to fill that um all those offices with the good eggs and so if we're not ready for that um uh, moment how would we be able to move on yeah. we'll, we'll just go back to or yeah to whoever yeah. comes out yeah. to say i want to be the one to lead so yeah that that's really what i wanted to say so don't forget so, uh, i just want to make a quick submission so, yep uh hopefully it's not gonna be an official <laughs> no let it be <laughs> let it be so bro. like for me like uh you know the choice is between nigerians mm. no yeah. like you know we have these we have a global Remember. community of neglect, you understand? There is serious wars going on in Congo, Central Africa Republic, you know, wars ravaging communities and you know, it's children like, you know, you know, beast of no nation, like kids are carrying guns and they are recruiting them as soldiers. You know, what is the international community doing uh, concerning that, you understand? So while it's okay, you know, we need to pressure the international community to like make sure they are doing something, not just uh, you know, we are watching the situation in Nigeria blah 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 and <laughs> these guys will come with their overbloated tummy and Agbada and come here to relax and you guys are not transparent too because mm-hmm. you you help them hold, hold the money you know like you know all this panama switzerland and all this stuff mm-hmm. and you guys will come together with your suit and the Agbada and you start discuss uh, vision 2020 yeah, and, all yeah, and all this other stuff, stuff. so we need so to we find need a way like tennis like, like, like you know this kind of stuff kind of but uh for, for me the major issue is leadership if you have a bad head, like it's going to affect everybody. So 2023, Nigerians need to come out and like fish out these knuckleheads. And that's just the only way out. Because uh, imagine uh, just fuel price, hike in fuel price, and Nigerians came out in mass like uh, during Jonathan's tenure. And, and now we have to wait till people like start dying before people come out and expressing their anger. Understand? Buhari is like he doesn't have like regard for even international. Law. I mean, so many people have written Buhari, Serap, like, you know, concerned Nigerians, they've written, they t- they're taking him to international.